is now serving. Now here's Chris and Jess. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Now Serving with Chris and Jess. That's right. It's the podcast where we spill the tea, well, serve the tea, tea being the truth, or our versions of it at least, each and every week. And we have serious tea this week. Chris? So much. Please put the kettle on for our special guest. (laughs) (sighs) So much tea. (laughs) So much tea. Listen, I am, to say that I am excited would be an understatement. On the episode today is our resident film expert, Denny. Denny, hi. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you very much, Tripod. Oh it's a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Daughter of Cath Chats. Oh my I God, just... you know. <laughs> I, to I love to it. A little Thank bit more you. to this. So, Denny, you are you are an actor, a filmmaker. You've done a, a lot of insane, amazing things. Like you've done some incredible things. And I know you won't boast about this, but I I want to. Like you've you've <laughs> directed now four um, four, four short films. four shorts that have been in film festivals um, across North America. Like this is huge. This is massive. Across, well, uh, not to correct you, but across the world. Okay, sorry. Across the world, sorry. <laughs> Good for you, Denny. Yeah. yeah. Put me in my fucking right. place. Him. This is like... Him. <laughs> I failed. Okay, but this is a massive thing. And um, I've watched most of them. Um, and I, I'm shocked every time that I like know someone so talented and that has done so much. So I, yeah, very I'm so excited to have you on uh, on the podcast today. Too. Well, I'm excited to be here and especially considering the subject matter and and. I'm, you know, I'm just ready to talk about movies with you guys. Awesome. Yeah. I'm super excited about that too. But before we get into Oscars, which I know is going to be a huge part of this episode, um, I want to ask about something because I'm not up to speed on this Empire drama. Yes. Jess, you and Denny both are, are aware of what's going on here. Who who wants to start? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> I'm hearing I feel bits like, and pieces. I feel like we should be good hosts and allow yes. our guest okay. to speak. How did I know that? Because I'm sure coming? everyone's tired of hearing <laughs> our goddamn voice. <laughs> speak for I yourself. For <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, well, you, you, listen, in a nutshell, uh, from what I've gathered is that uh, I think it's about about a month ago, Jesse Smollett, who's on, you know, a hit show called, uh, uh, oh my God, Empire on Fox. Empire, I Kind of yeah. like, yeah, musically um, themed uh, from Lee Daniels. Um, and yeah, so he's this actor on the show. And I've never watched the show, but I'm pretty sure he plays a, a gay, an openly gay man on the show as well. But he is also in real life. And uh, cut to, I think, about a month ago, he uh, was attacked, allegedly, uh, mm-hmm. in the streets of Chicago. Uh, I think it was the morning after he had done a, a play reading of some sort, and he was on his way back to his hotel or his uh, some sort of residence, and he claimed that two men attacked him. Uh, and as they ran away, they you know yelled all kinds of... Um, 
epithets and things like MAGA, this is MAGA country, uh, thus thus implicating, you know, that it was people that were Trump supporters, uh, but also, and and so also he claimed that he was uh, doused with bleach and uh, a noose was hung around his neck. So thus making it a clear uh, racist attack and and homophobic attack. I think that they said some homophobic things as well. Yeah. And I remember so that's hearing that. Claim. That's so yeah. sad. Oh, so that was just his claim. Okay. So, so that then... was his claim. And, you know, of course, the, the cops started investigating and, and there was a, you know, a rally of support from, from everyone, from politicians to, of course, people in the industry that have either worked with him or knew him or just, you know, even Ellen Page, when she did that, that famous uh, mm-hmm. little speech she did, she even mentioned his, oh. uh, his situation. Which, right. you know, got her incense. I think actually, case in point, like this situation kind of is what made her really say that. I think that's how the subject came up. Um, is totally. Why she even said I agree. That, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So then, yeah, Jess, if you want to take over from here, it's like it's that's basically the, the setup of the situation. I mean, do I have all the receipts? No. No. Am I angry with what's happening right now? Yes, I'm angry at the fact that this could have very well happened and does happen to many people every single day around the world. The fa- So it came out today that he there was a warrant out for his arrest because he staged the whole thing, allegedly. He turned himself in and he's out on bail and whatever. And I, and I, I specifically what haven't been trying hell? to follow this story because – I'm really, I was just hoping for a better outcome. I was hoping that this was nothing but like the media or the, or the right or whoever just trying to, yeah, yeah, like, you know, devalue his claims and, and which is what is the traditional response to most of these kinds of attacks. Well, to whomever, right? And today I read that and I was like, are you kidding? You just invalidated, devaluated, I don't know, what whatever the word is. When this kind of stuff actually happens to people, it's going to be harder for people to have a voice about it, for them to be heard, for them to be believed first and foremost. Uh-huh. It's just so heartbreaking and I just I can't believe someone would stage that. But then at the same time I'm like I read some reports that said he did it to further his career. Other people are saying he did this to prove a point because when we all heard that story, I don't know about you guys, but I was like, well, of course that would happen. It's not a, it's not mm-hmm. surprising to me. Does that sound surprising to you? We've all seen no. horrific things done to people in the gay community, to people in, um, you know, of, to people of color. And I wasn't surprised at all. The people who were surprised are the people who are frankly like straight white people who have no idea that these kinds of things happen on a daily basis. And it just, it's such a setback. It's so horrible. And ugh. either way you look at it. Yeah. But the, the fact that he did, you know, and especially if it is what, if it was just to get, I mean, the, the, uh, I guess the theory that, that, or not, not even the theory, the statement that the police issued today after he posted bail, uh, Chris, is that they said that he specifically did this in order to um, well increase his profile, but also to get more money from the TV show. I don't oh know how that gosh. would have been accomplished. Yeah. And apparently also as a precursor what? to this, um, basically a week before the actual, uh, like the alleged attack, Jesse Smollett, now it has come out that he, the, the studio, Fox, received a letter threatening Jesse's life. And, and apparently he was 
uh, not satisfied with their response to it, and it, and that's the reason why he staged the attack. And and it, it it turns out that he is the one who sent the letter. Wow. Okay. This yeah. just I had no idea this was so complex and all this was going oh. on. This is crazy. Yeah. yeah. So obviously this it's is still really... like evolving. We're learning more every day, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it, yeah. Wow. It's just my whole thing is like. We were all alive. I remember when Matthew Shepard happened, right? Yeah. We all remember when this happened in the late 90s. That is literally that is kind of like the he he's the the figure of all of this. Like he poster is boy, so yeah. he's the poster boy of all of this and to me that's just a slap in his face. Yeah. This boy, he was a boy. This boy died because somebody actually did those things to him and worse. And you're making a joke out of this because you want to get more money? Go fuck yourself is my – oh, my God. It's just horrific. I mean, once he – if he's proven innocent by some miracle, I will retract all of retract. these statements. <laughs> but until then, like, the way that it's looking, shame on you. You've been a disservice to both of your communities because this is a, a, a painful and horrible reality for many, many people. Shame on you. I'm right there with you. I, I, it, it's, it's really ultimately it's frustrating, but it's just really disappointing that one of our own. And, and of course I'm not a part of the, the black community, but I'm part of the gay community, the queer community. And, and it's like, you know, we all want to be there for, to support each other. And so that's why when these attack, this alleged attack happened, we all rallied around it and we're like, we can't, you know, it's like you said, white cisgender people were like, Oh my God, really? This is still happening. And we were like, of course, like we, we know it's mm-hmm. happening. Um, but it, it's, so it's, it sucks that now that, cause I even saw some tweets from celebrities today that were like, some celebrities either deleted the tweets of their support, like from, you know, from when the alleged incident happened, they deleted their reactions to it. And today I saw some people were like, no, I'm not going to delete my reaction to it because it was authentic. And it was, I was reacting to something that I thought had happened and right. why would I, yeah, why would I delete my reaction just because it turns out that it might not be true? It's it, the reaction to it was authentic. So it's, right. it's very it, interesting. Yeah. It kind of goes, it's kind of like that whole innocent until proven guilty kind of thing where we're in this day and age now where we have to believe survivors. We have to believe people who accuse people of whatever sort of mistreatment that they've experienced because traditionally we haven't. And I think that's the default where everyone's like, well, let me see the proof, right? Whether it's you're assaulted, you're you're raped, whatever it may be, you're the victim of whatever horrific hate crime. And Traditionally, the response has been, well, where's the proof? Where we have to, as a culture, need to shift to, we believe you, you, you are like, we, and, and until proven otherwise. And unfortunately, that's just the case mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Yep. It's really, really too bad. It'll Jeez. be interesting to see what his, you know, uh, whether how much of the trial will come out when it when it does go inevitably go to trial, unless he settles in some by some miracle, um, to see what his statement's going to be. Because even up until yesterday, he was denying everything. Like he was denying, wow. like how dare you say that this is a, you know, all fabricated? Uh, and it turns out that you know they found even they have the in their possession. Well, at least the, the cops are saying and. Um, that they have the the check that he himself wrote out to these two guys for oh $3,500. Like he paid these two guys to attack him 
They have the physical check in their possession. The two guys are cooperating. Um, apparently, there's also corrobor- corroborating video uh, evidence. So it's just, you know, it's not looking good. No, no. Can I just say this too? Like, I feel like, um, and maybe this is the completely, like, this is a wrong point to me, but I, I appreciate everything you said. Why was he so sloppy with this? If he wanted to get away with this, why did he write a check? Why didn't he give these people cash? Why, like, there's so many, too. like, yeah. in, in the, the people, apparently, like, one of them guest starred in the show? Like, oh, like how, like, I, wow. I heard about that, like, I heard some rumor that one of the people that attacked him was, like, a guest star or, like, a, a background actor in one or of the, the show. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, it just seems uh, messy, and it, but that seems uh, also suspicious. I don't know. But I mean, um, if you it, think about it, if if he's you know warped enough to do this in the first place, he's clearly not thinking straight anyway, right? So he's probably not going to be as as smooth as he he thinks he is in executing yeah. the whole thing. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's all just sad. Jeez. Too bad. Yeah. Well, let's shift to some good news, and then we got to get into to the Oscar stuff here because this is what wait, we wait, really wait. want. Excuse oh. me. Did you just say good news? No. So we got to get into some good news. He, oh, okay. Sorry. What do you? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm sorry. I was news. like, are we still talking about this right <laughs> no. now? Let, My apologies. Let, let no, I said we have to We're get into some having good a three way like this, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I hope no one took okay. Uh no, I was gonna say we I want to shift to some good news. Um, because this is obviously a very bad thing. <laughs> I will state that again. Yes. Um but uh Denny, yesterday you posted that I mean there might be some good news or some big things going on with you. I know you probably can't talk too much about that, but are you allowed to say anything like there's there's obviously some exciting stuff going on in your life can you say anything of course, or yeah i mean okay, it's yeah. gonna be pretty cryptic but yeah in a nutshell i, I uh, i've been working towards uh, a few projects for the last couple of years and um both a, a feature film that i've been writing and within the hopes of, of directing of course as well and uh, that's had some traction over the past couple of years and then i just got some good news about um the tv series slash web series depending on what the final format will come of it um we found out yesterday, uh, I guess, good news. And that's really all I can say about it. Uh, it's potential funding. Um, so we're basically one one little hoop uh, jump away from, from getting the green light to make it finally. Um, so it's pretty exciting. It's something Yay! that... <laughs> this is amazing. I yeah. would like to say congratulations. Thanks, guys. Thank that's you. That's amazing. Um <laughs> Wow, I can't wait to see some of your work. I had no idea. Chris, unfortunately, did not let me in on all of these accomplishments prior to this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Therefore, wow, I'm okay. dragging him wow. alive. <laughs> so I will be Super viewing true. all of your work shortly. For, oh, for Jess true. and everyone listening, go to go online, search Jenny's name. You will see everything. And yeah, so talented. I, yeah. We talked about this in a previous podcast too. So if, uh, yeah, I forget which episode that was, but that was actually um, when Jess, I kept saying Jess was traveling across Canada. Um, yes. So, but no, you, we were, you we were, were in Denny's home province of New Brunswick. That's true. That's true. And we were that. in Nova Scotia and beautiful You've done that research. Edward Island. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, it was actually kind of like perfect that I was filling in for you while you were in my hometown. It was like, you know. There you go. Whether or not it was planned on Chris's part, like, listen, I mean. I'm sure it was not. (laughs) 
I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything at all. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So on that note, <laughs> let's get into this Oscar talk. But um, before that, uh, we'll be right back. Podbean is now serving's home for podcasting. Podbean has everything you need to create, manage, and promote your podcast. It's perfect for beginners or well-established podcasters. Join today at podbean.com slash now serving. And now back to the podcast. So this Sunday is one of my most favorite days of the year. It's Oscar Sunday, and we all know I love a red carpet. And here to talk everything Oscars is Denny and Chris. Denny. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's get it. Yes, the tea. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> So, Denny, before, yeah, this was one of your requests. You, you have, um, you, you don't have a, yeah. hu- I mean, most people in the, the showbiz, I feel like, have pretty big egos. The only request you had is that we played the T sound effect a lot during yeah. the podcast. So, the um, T podcast, basically, any of your, your, your sound effects <laughs> are just like pure crack to me. Okay. As and, your, and your guys' reactions to them. Exactly. Yeah, there we go. Let the record show. <laughs> I'm derailing so this. I'm sorry. Um, oh my God. <laughs> That's, fine. That's fine. You have a lot to learn from Mariah Carey, apparently. Um, I heard that she demands sipping straws everywhere that she goes, so she does not ruin her straws lipstick. Straws are so bad for the environment. Like, well, Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? She's not a millennial. She no, should. She she'll probably care. request a stainless steel straw now. I'll okay. give her that benefit. <laughs> okay. Hmm. I'm sure she does. <laughs> um. So when we heard that, well, when we confirmed our special guest on the podcast this week, and with your film background and everything else, Denny, wait, it's Denny, correct? You're you you do you speak French? Yeah, French is my first language. So it's technically yeah. uh, Denny, but Denny, Denny, I expect yeah. Denny, Denny, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for, for, for I, asking. I feel like mine is like a hybrid of like a French and English version, and Chris is just English, Denny. Mine's like Denny, and yours is there Denny. There you go. You, the way you just said it is the, the correct pronunciation. Yes. I, I'm Denny. Northern Ontario French-ish, so I totally... There you go. Anyways, not the same thing, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> Denny is on the podcast and I was like, holy shit, I need to ask him all of the all of my sophisticated film questions so that I can learn as much as I can from him <laughs> while we're having a conversation. So being that it's Oscar Sunday, um, what do you think makes a great film? Wow. Oh my god. I mean, my it's that's a loaded question, but in a way it's also a very simple question because I mean, my my opinion on that has changed over the years. Okay. Before I was before I was actually like heavily involved in the industry myself, I was able to just sit down and watch a movie and let it wash over me, you know, like I would forget about my own life, I would forget about uh, I wouldn't even pay attention to the technical aspects of it or the performances. It was purely 
wow, like movies are magic. And like, I just get to yes. go to this other place for two hours. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, so for now, for me, it's, it's almost like I've kind of, I left that, that version of what a good movie is. And then now I've come back to it because for the longest time being in the industry, I was now more hung up on, I could never get into a story and invested into it because I was, you know, hung up on performances and, and, and all the, the creative choices of the team. And now, mm-hmm. so to answer your question, a good film is a film that's able to make me forget that. Um, oh, yes. for the most part, right? So now if I can go back to how I felt when I was a kid watching a movie and forget about, you know, work, quote unquote. Um, right. Mm-hmm. And of course, yeah, I'll still, I'll still like respect and appreciate the craft, but sometimes I'll finish a movie and I'd be like, whoa, like I actually enjoyed that for the first time in a long time. Like as a, as a film uh, goer, not, not an industry person, you know? So that's right. my definition of it. Yeah. Right. What uh, if, if you if you had to pick one movie right now that does that to you, uh, that takes you out of the real world and you're submersed into the movie? What what film would that be? If you had to pick one, oh like off the, what comes to mind I mean, first? The amount of times that I've watched, well, I, I don't know if this will be like I'd actually serve your your actual question, but like one of my favorite movies of all time is Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. And, um, I feel like I can watch that and I still get lost in it. And there's sometimes that, well, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll get lost in, you know, Jody, Jody's performance or, oh. or Anthony Hopkins, but sometimes I'll, I can just let, if it's been, you know, sufficient time since I've last watched it, I can still get totally, uh, submerged in that world and kind of just like let the story, uh, take over my brain for two hours. So that's, that's definitely a film. Uh, like that for me what about you that's guys a, like, what's, what's, that's a great movie y'all, oh god yeah yeah, yeah. so so you guys what, what makes a good film for you guys for me what comes to mind right away is back to the future actually back to the future <laughs> too and i know like sure call me i don't i don't care no it's a great <laughs> movie, no, a great movie, movie. actually um there's something about it, it to me it it's uh, it's it's magical it's nostalgia to it like is. to the max. Yes. Mm-hmm. It just, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think what I would have to agree with you, Denny, because for me, when I watch a movie, I am looking for two hours of bliss or something. I oh. want to feel something like you said, let it wash over me. And there aren't too many movies. And I always thought like it has to be something that I would cry at or I would laugh at. But there's been movies where I'm just watching it and like, is this really happening? Or you're just so in it. And I just can't even. Yeah, that's exactly what I think makes a great movie. That being said, one of my all-time favorite movies is Talladega Nights because, like, it's just so stupid. What? Like, I love it. What? I love it so much. I'm so stupid. What? We have to cancel this? We have to erase this whole... What? I would have never in a million years. If I had to list... If I had to see, saw a list of movies <laughs> that I thought you would maybe say, I would absolutely put that at the complete bottom of the list of movies that would, like... Really? Like I'm sorry, Yes, yes. Listen, I, love I that you didn't know that too. Oh my I gosh! Did. And what? you know what? I used to have a sign in my cubicle. Quick little side story: I had a sign in my cubicle that said, "If you ain't first, you're last." It's like the 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 line from the movie, right? Okay. Oh my god! It was like a funny thing with our team. Okay, then my Holy I shit. fly to Palm Springs, whatever. 
on my flight in the air. So I'm on, I'm flying first class in the first class lounge at LAX. Guess who's there? Ricky Dante Bobby's Riley. fucking dad. Okay. I was like, oh my fucking God. And he also plays in suits, which is why he was uh, flying to Toronto. And oh, I was like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. I'm saying to my boss, she's like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, listen, that is Ricky Bobby's dad over there. And she's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, losing my mind. Like, if you ain't first, you're last. Like, lo- and so we took a picture with him. And then he sat in the row in front of me on the flight home because he was obviously flying first class. And I was like, this is the greatest day of my life because if you're not first, you're like, I just, I love that movie. He was also in office space. His name escapes me at the moment, but I just, I, 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> let me just do a quick Google search here. But I think a great film to me, like I love Mary Poppins. I know that's probably like cliche, like the wizard of Oz, I thought mm. was outstanding. My favorite all-time movie is Almost Famous, starring Ooh, Kate yeah. Winslet. It's a great film. I Kate love Hudson. Or yeah. Kate Hudson, sorry. And um, like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, oh, Dark, yeah. Johnny Darko. Um, I recently saw this film, Capernaum. It was so unbelievable. Like I just couldn't look away. Um, I I love movies, which is why I'm so excited that you're on the podcast. Eddie. Oh no, clearly, um, just listening to you talk, I can tell. Yeah, there are so many different things that I think makes a great movie, but I think the the common denominator there is you're right, something that you can escape from. And I know, like you've seen the dark side now, you you've seen all the ins and outs and all the technicalities, and I'm sure you'll you would no- notice things that I wouldn't. So I almost feel like I don't want to know that much about film because I just want to no, enjoy the them. Thing. Well, so it's, it's funny that you it's funny that you mentioned Wizard of Oz because it's like it's mm-hmm. like kind of like I compare it to see, having seen behind the veil right. of stuff, yeah. right? So it's like part of the magic is gone, but I, I get to experience another aspect of the magic, um, which is you know I'm still fully in a full love affair with with movies as a as a filmmaker, but also as a film goer, and it's the reason why I got into acting in the first place because I would get you know direct like center of the action access to everything so i get to you know be right there with the director when they're making decisions and and so that's where i've learned you know all my filmmaking stuff too is just i eat every aspect of it up i love it i live it i breathe it um yeah so it's uh it's yeah movies are, are magic they're still magic to me they're totally magic okay so with the oscars coming up do, do you watch the oscars because you're such an insider i don't know if you know how sometimes people are like that's for people who don't watch movies oh no is the academy awards like a thing for you and if so do you have any special memories of watching them or like an all-time favorite oscar winner or a stunt or you know a speech or just anything and everything that you would like to share. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I mean, I, I absolutely watch the Oscars every year. And, you know, it's a cliche to say it at this point, but they are <clears throat> the Super Bowl of award shows for me. That's my Super Bowl. Um, I love everything. Like you've mentioned earlier, I love the red carpets. I love the interviews. I love, um, you know, and this year will be interesting, for, you know, considering that there's no host. Um, right. But I, I don't know if you guys have heard the rumor that came out yesterday, which, which was interestingly started by um, an acquaintance of mine that I, I met a few years ago on Twitter. <clears throat> and then The View picked it up. And the, the rumor is that Whoopi Goldberg will be hosting because she's been absent from tapings for The View for the past two weeks. <gasps> Interesting. She's a former... 
She's a former, she, I think she has hosted it once before. She was announced as one of the presenters this year anyway. And the, the rumor is that she will be the surprise host this year. Um, although they denied that on air yesterday, but of course they would deny it if it was true. So oh, it'll be interesting. Gosh. Yeah. You're meaning to tell me that you have exclusive insider information? <laughs> this Sounds just like in. Whoopi Goldberg might be the host of this Sunday's Oscars. Oh yeah. my gosh. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. If, if um, there is no host, do you know, would this be the first year that there has been no host? Or without, In recent I, memory, yeah. Okay. Like I, I think that other than, you know, when the, 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 the whole thing started way back, I think in the 20s, um, I think the first Academy Awards were like in... 1927 don't quote me but i think it's that it's that early um i don't think that there's ever been a a show without like an actual televised telecast of the the show without a host so yeah it's uh it's quite something so people are saying that because like it's been such a shit show leading up to remember how they wanted to do that uh what was it special uh the oscar about um the most popular film or something yeah mm-hmm. so there's been a bunch of there's been a bunch of stuff this year with like in you know and them wanting to remove those four categories recently now they've reinstated them like they're they're saying that this is kind of like uh, a mea culpa and like okay sorry we fucked up this year like here's Whoopi goldberg um so I, that's the rumor <laughs> i mean she'd be a safe bet right I like i think she'd be fun yeah mm-hmm I feel like they need so, to kind of whoever hosted or whoever is opening the show, if there's someone opening the show, I feel like they kind of have to like poke fun at themselves or like address some of these, the controversy this year. What do you think? 100%. I agree. Yeah, I agree. They they, they, they need to. They need to be self-aware. And, and I'm sure they know that uh, it, it, they, the producers or whoever are responsible for it have not had an easy uh, probably six months or so for sure. Interesting. Wow, very interesting. Do you do you have any special Oscar memories like growing up or a particular film that you were like, oh my gosh, I loved this movie and I remember the person accepting their Oscar for it and or anything like I that? I remember yeah, nothing like crazy. Like I just I I watched it every year um for the most part with my mom because she's also, you know, she's a, a part of the reason why I'm such a big film buff and so is my dad, but I watched the the Oscars with her. Um but I'll always I'll never forget uh Halle Berry's Oscar <gasps> win for Monster Oh my Fall. gosh. I was just about to say that too. Yeah. Continue and that on. video is yeah, and that video is basically a meme now. It's like they they use her reaction to winning to for so many things on Instagram and Twitter, (laughs) but it was such an authentic and she was so, she was like visibly shaken and she was crying and, you know, in the Adrian Brody kiss, which nowadays would be totally inappropriate. Right. Right. Um, But it was just such a, you know, and it was historic, you know, too. I, I, she was, I think if not the only like, or the second black actress to win for best actor. Wow. For best actress. Sorry. I think it was her. I think there might've been a previous winner, but I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, so it was historic. It was such a, I don't know. I just remember that moment and I remember having been able to watch the film, which I was a little too young for, but it was such a, it was such a like 
ooh, grimy movie. Like it was such a down and dirty story, but it was so great. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just remember her win so vividly. It, it really stuck with me. So yeah. What about you guys? Yeah, and I don't remember any, well, I shouldn't say this. I can't say there's like one speech that's like, that stands out my mind and, and I, I think about right now. However, there's one uh, a little bit before our time um, when Sally Field won, I'm not sure what award, but that speech where she's like, you like me, you really like me. Like, oh, yeah. I feel like that when I think of Oscar speeches, that's what comes to, to mind. And not that that we saw that live. Um, I think that was, I was looking at it earlier. I think that was 1984. Um, so even if we were. Sally Field, um, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what I was yeah, saying. It's yeah. A, it's a, yeah, definitely a classic, a classic uh, <laughs> speech moment for sure. So that's what I think of whenever I think of Oscar speeches. Not that, not that I saw it live. Yeah. But. Oh my god. No, it's it, it's inherently tied to the history for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Well, I have a long and storied affair with the Oscars, which I don't oh. think we have time for today. Oh. However, I will share <laughs> some of my favorites. Um, obviously Titanic came out at a time in the formative years of my life. It was 1998 (laughs) and I wore a bra for the first time. And I remember being like, oh my God, um, if Titanic wins 16 Oscars, because they, I think they won every single one they were nominated for or something, right? This They won 11. Did they? Okay. For some reason, I was under the impression that there are 16 nominations or whatever it was meant that I was going to one day make out with Leonardo DiCaprio when I was 16 years old. And I was like, this, right. this is happening. Oh my God. Oh my God. They're winning, like losing my mind. And then of course, snubbed. And I was like, for my whole life, I'm like, I am Leo. And <laughs> all the men are the Oscars. Like, why doesn't anyone? Anyways, that's a complete other uh, whole other story. However, <laughs> watching that movie I saw it so many times it was such a it it was a defining moment in my life okay I also remember for the first time watching the movie I don't know if you would recall it or have ever seen it but it's called Life is Beautiful it was an Italian film about yes Roberto Benigni yes Yes. Roberto Benigni that movie I it moved me so deeply and again I was young and I, I just couldn't I was just learning about the Holocaust at the time and understanding what that was. And it, again, moved me so deeply that I, it's forever. And remember when he accepted the Oscar, he was walking on the chairs and all of this. Oh, oh, I remember that. Yeah. And he was, that was a that. Moment. and yeah. I remember like Gwyneth Paltrow in her pink spaghetti strap dress that she wore on the red carpet. Mm-hmm. And just so so many many iconic moments so many iconic moments i live for red carpets and i can't wait for this weekend for stunts do you remember when they announced the wrong winner a couple years ago was that last year year or the year before no that was two years ago yeah i think it was two years ago because moonlight didn't win last year i forget what won last year was it lala like it wasn't it between lala or, or something and it was lala land and moonlight lala land got announced but it was actually moonlight right that won. Yes. yeah thoughts right. on that i like so, lala land but i don't have great taste well see i've seen it once and i i was just like whatever <sighs> okay mm-hmm. I, see, I liked it yeah but, but that says something if i if i like a movie yes it does well, <laughs> not a, it does not. It does not mean a good thing. If I like a movie. We'll, well, get you, that, you, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I was going to say we're going to get to that because you loved Bohemian Rhapsody, as I recall. Hey, we'll get to that in a bit. times in the theater. 
And then it we won were- the best <laughs> film at Golden Globes. So maybe I'm not saying anything more the, until you're the, next the segment. Groundhog. Is all I'm yeah, maybe. I will talk about this in the next part. All right. All right. We'll be right back. Now Serving Podcast is supported by Zencaster. Zencaster allows us to record in two different locations, plus interview guests, without sacrificing audio quality. It also makes recording a breeze. Join today and use promo code NOWSERVING to receive 20% off your first three months of service. And now, back to the podcast. All right, welcome back. And one quick other note on uh, Zencaster there. Uh, All three of us are actually in different locations. So this is kind of unique here. Um, And uh, hopefully it sounds like we're in the same room, but surprise, we're actually not. So definitely check out Zencaster if you want to uh, record a podcast with friends in in three or more different locations. Um, But now we're back talking about Oscars. Uh, We're going to talk about Best Picture. Um, It's the big award of the night. Um, We're going to reveal our predictions here, but I think it would make sense uh, if I quickly uh, went over who the nominees are. So we have Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, Black uh, Klansman, uh, A Star is Born, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, Black Panther, and Vice. Now, I have seen uh, two of these. Actually, sorry, no, I've seen three of these. I've seen Bohemian Rhapsody, A Star is Born, Black Panther, and I almost saw Roma. Um, what about I almost you almost saw Roma? Okay, I'll, quick, I'll quickly unpack that. I saw the the trailer on Netflix and I was like, "This looks good." Actually, one of my friends recommended it, and so I almost started watching it. And then, unfortunately, we switched to what was that show? Um, that dating show on Netflix. Oh my god, dating around Jesus. Yeah. So sorry. I'm sure. I will I'm never sure. forget. I will never forget that you just said. That you almost watched Roma. So, well, so you didn't watch it. I didn't watch it, but I almost watched it. And it looked like it would be really good. So, so you know. can't speak anything to Roma then, I basically. Won't. I promise I won't. But I just want <laughs> okay. to acknowledge that I almost watched it. And I probably will watch it. Let the record be. Let the record yeah. say that I will probably sure. watch it very, very soon. Um, and that you almost watched it. Okay. And I almost watched it, but unfortunately, that trash dating show. Mm. <laughs> I'm joking. Which was very um, interesting, I have to say. Didn't you find it? I've yet to watch it. Watch it. It was, I think they, they, it was well put together. It was kind of cool. It said a lot that, because they didn't say anything at all in it. They just literally filmed people going on dates and that's it. And I was like, huh, this is a little too close for comfort. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, okay. I'll have to check it out because you're not the first ones to mention it. I, I'm curious to see uh, the cringe factor on it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's cringy. My my fists were like clenched the whole time. Um, but Denny, what out of all of these nominees, which films have you seen? Like, have you seen them all or, or some? Uh, or- I've seen them all except for, uh, I haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody uh, for reasons I think I told Jess the other day. I think I just... I, anyway, to make a long story short, I can't wrap my head around uh, the whole Brian Singer thing. By wrap my head around, I mean I I just I despise the guy based on everything that I've read and heard about him. Can you elaborate uh, on that? Some... Can you elaborate on that, Denny? In case people aren't yeah. familiar. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, I even have some 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 stories that I've personally heard, but the one that's in the in the the media, uh, there was a big actually a big expose that came out in the Atlantic, I think last month but there have been rumors rampant rumors uh, and it's been basically an open secret for years in hollywood that brian singer is uh it's essentially a pedophile uh and and likes to uh enjoy the company of young men uh most of them under the age of consent uh the legal age of consent wherever you know usually it's in california that these uh, events occur but he's known to have these um quote-unquote twink parties at his pool where he invites either dangerously uh close to being legal or just under the age of legal um boys to his house and uh is is known to force himself upon them promise them uh careers and roles and all this stuff and the rumor is that he's the one that really messed up brad renfro because they worked together on a film called Aft Pupil when Brad was, I think, 14 or 15 and later died when he was, I think, 25 of an overdose. Oh, um, really? But they say that, but they say that he, that Brian Singer was the crux of that whole, of, of his, his unraveling. So that's, that's <laughs> Brian Singer. So basically <laughs> to get back to <laughs> the Oscars, um, yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody I have not seen, um, but I've seen all of the others except for Green Book, I think as well. Um, out of all of them, uh, I I think I would have to say Roma, I, I think, will win. The film that I enjoyed the most, though, was The Favorite. It was hilarious. It was pitch perfect. It was just such a... I had, that was one of those films, Jess, that I saw, and I just forgot about everything for two hours. Oh, my gosh. I'm watching that tonight after this podcast. I'm so So excited. fun. Oh. Yeah, it's so fun. And, like, Olivia Coleman's delicious, like... Oh, and Emma Thompson or M not Emma Thompson, Emma um Stone. Oh my god. What's her name? Stone. Yes. Um I Emma Stone, yeah. I usually like I said, like I Chris like like my opinion of La La Land was like, okay, whatever, it was mm-hmm. fine. In this, like I usually I'm just like I'm just like whatever about her. It's not I don't dislike her, I don't, but I don't love her. In this I just thought she was great. Um and it was just yeah, it was such a great film. So so you and what did you what what have you seen? Yeah. Chris, you said you saw yeah, I know. So Everything. I saw Bohemian Rhapsody, A Star Is Born, <laughs> um, and uh, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. So and was it the one you almost saw? It, Roma was the one I almost saw. And so <laughs> okay, I'm really okay, glad right. that I almost saw the one that you think will win. I had a feeling it might be the, <laughs> the, the winner um, based on the trailer. So... So your instincts were right. My instincts. So I, I, I predicted that. <laughs> I did not. I do want to say it about Bohemian Rhapsody. So I saw it multiple times, and I, I will admit, I didn't know everything that was going on when I, when I watched it. I think I would obviously second guess, or I would, I, I guess, really consider if I should watch it if I had known this information um, before going into it. But is he, is he still attached? Like I know he was directing a. A lot of it or producing a lot of it but he was then removed or something like is he getting any money from from this anymore or does so you know is. so the, the the short story is that he directed basically 95 percent of the film before he was fired so i think there was two two weeks left in production and they brought in the guy who actually invented eventually ended up directing the elton john movie that's coming out <gasps> um, rocket man oh my god i can't wait so his name's dexter fletcher yeah, it looks amazing, right? Yes, I'm a huge um, Elton John fan. Oh, and it's like it's it looks amazing, and yeah, it, it, that's it's going to be great. So they brought that guy in for two to to finish the film up. So basically, Brian Singer retained his 
director credit. And because of his back end deal, surprise, surprise, the guy now, because the film is like an international box office success, uh, his final payment is going to be somewhere north of $40 million. Uh. So that, that's his directing fee because he took a percentage of the back end uh, for a lower uh, upfront pay, which a lot of uh, usually actors do. But in this case, he's such a well-known director of the X-Men movies that he has these kinds of deals made for him. So uh, unfortunately, this guy, yeah, he's made, but he's had some, you know, he, no one mentioned his name at the uh, Golden Globes when they won for Best Picture. And they removed his name from all the nominations at, I think, the BAFTAs. So he's getting shunned finally, but it took years. Wow. But so do you know so, if he like, so let's say someone were to, to rent the movie or buy the movie. Do you know if he's still attached to it in that way? Like, is he still getting money or now has he been like cut out? Like, I don't know how they, would I don't do know that, that okay. detailed, but I know that he's clearly getting a cut of, of how successful the film was at the yeah. box office. And sure. so, yeah, I think that contractually he has to. Yeah. Right, because that that contract is is set in stone. It was written before a lot of the stuff came out. Even though, like I said, it was an open secret. People know he's a creep. They they know he's been a creep for years, but they just now being obviously because of the Me Too movement and stuff. Uh, Whoa, that's heavy. Geez. So yeah. So Jess, what about yeah. you? What are your what are your? <laughs> I'm like, what are we talking You've about? You've seen Roma, right? I saw, I did see Roma um, because I actually clicked play when I scrolled past it on my Was it as good as the trailer? You know what? I, it was, I, I'm not certain. I can see why it would be, I could see why it would win. Let me put it that way. But was I, I was like cleaning, you know what I mean? Because I wasn't totally in it. And it just seemed almost, I don't want to say underwhelming. I don't think that's the, the, the word I'm looking for, but I was looking for something really like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And I suppose that there was, but it was more so just like, here is, here is an, an example of a life that's not, you know, the typical North American Western sort of life, I guess you could say. It was beautifully yeah. shot. The lead yes. actress, everything in it was just beautiful. She did a fantastic job. I just, I, it's not something I would watch again per se. I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm, I'm in the mood to watch a great movie, so I'm going to put Roma on. Um, however, the way you said that, <laughs> you said this, I mean, the mood to see a great movie. I'm going to put Roma on. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry. Okay. We're talking, we're spilling. I know. Um, sure and That's true. But it, it was, I could see why maybe more sophisticated people, AKA not me, film critics would enjoy it and would nominate it to be a best film. And I, and I do think that overall the content is important, hands down. I just – I really couldn't – and I don't know. Maybe I just watched it at the wrong time. But I have a lot of movies to watch before Sunday, so I'm not going to be able to watch it again. Um, I obviously saw <laughs> Star is Born because I love Lady Gaga. Holy hell. And I thought she was fantastic. I thought Bradley Cooper was fantastic. That movie destroyed me. Um I saw Bohemian Rhapsody last night. I loved it. I was like, this is so cute and like fun and whatever. I don't know if it's best picture worthy. I don't know if I would put that up against 
like Schindler's List. You know what I mean? I don't know if right. it's at that right. level. Um, and of course, I've seen Black Panther, Black Klansman, and I'm going to watch the f- uh, the favorite tonight. So I just haven't seen Green Book or Vice, yeah. but so who? Let's say yeah, Vice. So Denny, you think Roma will win? Is that what movie you would want to win, or which is that the same or no? Well, actually, I, I forgot to mention too. Like, just I I actually loved Stars Born. I saw it in theaters, and I initially when it first came out, like people were like saying that it was just going to clean the Oscars, like right. it was going to sweep every yeah. category. And since then, it's kind of like it's still doing well, and it's still you know winning a bunch of awards lead, in the lead up to the Oscars. But I feel like it is not the one to beat this year. No, um, no. but it was it was an enjoyable film. Yeah. Like I, I loved it. I loved her performance. I thought Bradley Cooper was just delicious. Like he, you know, it's it was just it was such a it was just a fun time. Uh, it was an easy watch, even though the subject matter is, is dark. I just I enjoyed watching it. Um, but I think that yeah, I feel like I feel like craft wise, like the Oscars are this like you know it's industry people and it's people that are filmmakers. And right. I feel like Roma will win. Yes. Um, yes. You know, I think it has it, all of that, that stuff. That's, it's just a cocktail. It checks, yeah, it checks all of it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Chris, you really? saw uh, A Star is Born last night. I'm dying to hear the Chris Bregman yeah. review. Let the record show. What did you think? I, spill the tea. I, I don't know. I really, I, 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 I watched it all and I, I think what I questioned the entire time was what is all the fuss about? Like, was it a good movie? Yes. It was a, it, it was borderline. I would say like a really good movie. <laughs> is it a great movie? Like, no, like it was no Roma. It was no Roma. Let me tell you. Um, I don't know. Like I, I was like, Hey, yeah, this was good. And like, everyone was like, you're going to fucking cry. You're going to like start bawling your eyes at the end. Um, I think both of you said that too. Like I was like, meh like okay and then like at the end like when she's like singing or whatever i was like i i like i, I didn't have any emotion i was like oh like and is there something wrong with me maybe but like, no i but it's like oh. i hear what you're saying like i didn't cry or anything per se but i the film still touched me and i feel like i i don't know i feel like also i felt like we were watching partly lady gaga's story right because i mean if you if mm-hmm. you know anything about her she she started in dive bars and stuff like that like it's, yeah. it's very parallel to her life and so I, I don't know maybe that's why and jess like if you're a fan of lady gaga like of course like you're going to appreciate it more for that that fact alone right yes so well, yeah i i loved that movie and to be honest chris when i was initially watching it so i went to the movie i I went to see it in the theater with my mom surprise surprise guess who was in the chair beside me my my friend maria i'm like oh my god and her husband were like how random we were both watching it and the whole time i I had no idea i hadn't seen the one with with barbara streisand i hadn't seen the older ones previously so i didn't know what it was about i thought it was about a star being born and there was going to be a happy ending and then watching <laughs> watching the film, I was like, wait, was like I would really have like a good time. I did not come. I did not wear waterproof mascara. And I feel like I am tough. Like I can really hold it together if need be. And I was just like, wait, what? And 
because I thought it was going to be a happy ending. So I was like, what's happening? What is he doing? Why is he going in the garage? Why is this happening? Where is she? Oh my God, someone get to the house. Like I was, I, and I was like, is this how it ends? Like he, 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 I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but I suppose I will. Like he's going to give his, his life so that she can be a star. I'm like, how tragic is that? Like, is there a point to life if that's how you live? And then, and then at the end when she was singing the song and the only point that I started to cry is when they flipped back to him singing it to her. And I was like, what's happening? Like it just, I was, not I was like, what, what is happening? And then the movie just ended. And I was like, what? Like, I thought this was a happy movie. I was not prepared at all. And, and I was like, I, and then I, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. And then the more I digested it, I was like, that was an incredible performance. Bradley Cooper's brother in that film, I thought was outstanding. I forget the actor's name, but he's the one who has that like, Sam yes. Shepherd. Or not Sam Shepard. Sam yeah, Shepard. He's yes, the one that has that like Dodge Ram voice. And I thought he yeah. was so good. I, I just, I loved it. But you know what? I love, like my all-time favorite movie is Almost Famous. I love movies about like the behind the scenes of like Music. stars and this and that. I I also loved the movie Country Strong. I don't know if you've seen it with Gwen, Gwyneth Paltrow. And I, I was oh like, my. the same. I was like. I haven't seen it. Yeah. It, don't, it's just don't. so, it's so sad. Oh you know what I mean? Where you're like, this is, this is sad. It's just so oh sad that God. people's pain. It's just, that's how I felt yeah. when I saw the Whitney documentary at Hot Docs here in Toronto. Oh. Yes. I, yes. I, I was like, I don't know. Painful. I'm in. I'm in pain. Like I cried the entire subway ride home. I was like, this is. I'm not okay. Oh. Like I don't know how to handle this. Chris, you do not I, have a heart. Okay, that is what we. Well, apparently, <laughs> apparently, like, I don't. I was. I didn't like. I, I didn't even people are gonna hate me. You can at me at Chris Craigman on Twitter. We can Please talk about this. Please <laughs> at him. Yeah. But like I didn't really feel like the, the the chemistry even between Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. And I don't I don't get why everyone like I know they wrote the songs together and I know they did all this and stuff, but like I was like it just I don't know how to describe it. I just was like it didn't feel like I, I couldn't connect with them. I don't know. Their their and it I, for me their chemistry was, was very strong. Okay. I I I really felt their connection, and I think maybe it's just because I've been devouring, you know, their whole press tour about the movie too. Yeah. Like I I've obsessed with it, and the whole like you know, Jess, I'm sure you've seen as Chris too. Like as a gay man on Instagram, it's probably popped up in your feed. Let's be real. Um, like her whole like you know 99 people yeah. in the room and that whole thing. It's <laughs> like we've talked about I it several times up. on here. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, I've I ate that whole shit up. Like I loved everything about it. And you know, you can tell that they like genuinely love yes. each other in real yes. life. But wasn't that over? But it's still school? a platonic relationship. Well well, yeah, of course it's it, they're 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 performing, but they also, you know, if you listen to their interviews, they they met up and they they clicked right away. They're both from New York City. They both, you know, went they they really were hustlers. Like I don't know if you remember that that footage of Bradley Cooper asking, I think, Al Pacino or Robert De Niro a question at inside the actor's studio way oh, back yes. when he was before he was famous. Yes. Oh my god. Like, like Bradley Cooper, yes. 
Yeah. So like Bradley Cooper is like, he was hungry. Like when he was younger, just like Lady Gaga, just hungry for it. And finally these two artists like get to come together and they're both from the same kind of area and they've had similar experiences. I think that that's why they bonded and I, for I, for one saw that chemistry yes. on screen. Yes. Um, so I think, and I think I, with just two, I agree with you too. Like I, I, devour anything hollywood anything like if it's a, a music yeah. biopic or a or, or actors like celebrity culture in general just fascinates me and especially what happens to them when they're not on stage like what is the effect of fame yes. on someone yes. and you know like having everyone's eyes on you and then who are you when you go home yes like i i love that so maybe that's why i appreciated it i would more, have to but. agree with you denny because He's such a talented actor, and he d- I think he did a great job directing this film. It was his first um, time directing, wasn't it? Director and I think he yeah. did an amazing job, considering this is his first time directing. I can't <laughs> imagine my- myself directing a film. It but, probably wouldn't be as good. So, right. I mean, this was a great first attempt. <laughs> yes, and you know what? Yeah. After I saw the film, I immediately, same sort of thing, because when it actually premiered here in Toronto um, – Tiff was just over. So they were in town and everyone was talking about it. And I was, same as you, devouring their press tour, listening to all the different – I was watching interviews that were like 20 or 30 minutes long and then reading all these articles about just how uh, thoughtful – the whole process was for them and how he included this as a homage to this person and this and this and this and the way he changed his voice to sound like the the um mm-hmm. what's it is it sam shepherd who is his brother yeah, yeah to sound like it learned yeah. to play the guitar learned all these other things like just way in advance like he yeah because he did that he, the speech the speech and the singing he started two years mm-hmm. prior to production mm-hmm. Just I was like, yeah. So it's just I, I admire that. Yes, and and yeah. I and same thing. Lady Gaga, she just she's constantly pushing the envelope. She's incredibly talented. I just eat up every single thing that she puts out there. I love it. I just think she's great and weird. Yes, oh, yeah. but I I love it. And the two of them together, just putting all this thought in there. And the one thing I loved especially was he left he left it up to her to determine what bar, what kind of bar they would meet at. And she was the one who was like, I wanted to be at a drag bar. Like that's where I got my start. And he didn't actually write any of the lines that the drag queen said. They just let them say whatever they wanted and all of, and I was like, this is just so amazing. And I was just, it was so good. I don't think it will win the Oscar, but I still think it was a great film. I I just don't know. Watch it. I, oh, I I can't wait to watch it yeah. again. <laughs> Only because I was like, "What's happening?" Oh God! <laughs> but I'll, I'll be watching Roma <laughs> before I fucking. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you that much. Oh my God! So exciting. <laughs> but I have to I have to call this out too. So, Denny, like recently, and and everyone listening, like Jess and I have been talking about. Like I, I've said I would go watch uh, Star is Born for, for the last, I don't know how many weeks. And Jess, you said. Since October um, 3rd I, when it came out. Okay, yes. <laughs> and the same thing, I was like, okay, go see Bohemian Rhapsody. And we both like didn't watch either film. It's like we were kind of like rooting for these two like opposite musical-ish <laughs> films. Right. It, it's really almost become toxic in a way. 
<laughs> it's taken a toll on our friendship. <laughs> but we, yeah. we met in the middle. We we watched each other's films, <laughs> and yeah. uh, and 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 things are, are a lot better now. So here I, I yeah, here we are, and you're here to to witness it. <laughs> and I have to say, I and do think really A Star Is Born is is a good film. And I will say, like if if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Um, it's it's worth watching. Um, I guess I don't really feel comfortable promoting Bohemian Rhapsody because I've done that on several <laughs> episodes. Or, but it, it is a good film, um, in my opinion. It's really shitty that Brian Singer is still attached to it, and I should, I guess, watch what I'm, I'm promoting on here. Right, but um, at the same time, yeah. that that whole sorry, yeah. go ahead. You're you're our no, I was just gonna. <laughs> No, I was just going to say that that whole like should we separate the artist from right. from the art is a right. whole is a question for a whole other podcast. We could talk about it for an hour. Yes. But I did think that Rami yeah. is it Rami Malik? I thought he was very good in Bohemian Rhapsody. I was very impressed with him. Um by all accounts, yes. yeah, he's incredible. And, uh Denny, did you by by chance see The Wife starring Glenn Close? That is so funny because just before I came to to talk to you guys, I was I'm in the middle of watching it. I'm going to finish watching it oh after I gosh. talk to you guys. I can't yeah. wait to hear your thoughts. Yeah. But I thought she was very good, and I can see why she won oh, the Golden Globe, yeah. and I suspect she will also win the Oscar. I agree. I I, I predict that she will win. Um, although most people want they want Lady Gaga, and and for the longest time she was the front runner. I honestly think that by now it's going to be Glenn's. It's Glenn's year. She's she's. I think this is her seventh nomination, wow. and she's never won. Yeah. Oh my god! I can't wait. Um, this is gonna be very interesting. Uh, so for those of you listening yeah. to this, like I know we do release a podcast on Sunday. Um, we are obviously recording this a little bit early, so that's why we do keep referencing this. But we will. Um, well, I'm speaking for all of us because I think this will be happening. I know I will be on Twitter live tweeting the Oscars. Yes. Um, Jess and Denny, I'm guessing, will you be there too? I live for this. I will I will be, unfortunately, at work until 9.30. You'll only so. miss the beginning part. I know, I know, I know. I'll see the, the most important categories, hopefully. So I, I will um, do my part and, and try to hop uh, on Twitter. I, Denny, I can you plug awesome. your Twitter right now too so everyone can follow you? Yes. So it's my name, which is French and kind of complicated for most people. It's D-E-N-I-S-T-H-E-R-I-A-U-L-T. Terrio, so right? my at. Terrio. Yeah, You're like welcome, Chris. I said Terrio. Thank you. But I can't say it properly. <laughs> I'm not going to do it again because I'm just going to be sound any, bites and there'll be... This is published to the web. and It stays there. So I'll shut my mouth. Yeah, I hear the T too. So. <laughs> uh, but this has been an absolute blast. Denny, thank you so much for coming. Um, thank you for having and me. Please, um, yes. Yes. And so if you haven't <laughs> uh, checked out um, Denny's work before, um, go follow Denny on Twitter. Um, I'll post uh, your uh, places you can follow Denny in the the description for this this podcast so you can check that out um yeah so talented um and i'm so lucky to to we're both so lucky to know such a talented person and especially have you on our podcast especially for this this week um so we thank you so so much um but until yeah no thank you for for coming um but yeah until next week everyone um thanks for joining us bye for now hear from you. 
and visit us at nowservingpodcast.com. New podcasts are released weekly. Don't forget to subscribe.